0: Hello, critics, non critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm here with a friend of the show. We have Leo from the Geekly Goods YouTube channel. And today we're here to talk about one of the best sci fi shows you should be watching this year, and that is Raised by Wolves Season 2. And this is where we're going to be giving our our overview of the first six episodes for all of our listeners today. And of course, this goes without saying, but we will not be giving spoilers for those episodes that have not have aired just yet. So don't worry about that whatsoever. Um, so episodes one through three, as of right now, as of this recording, are now streaming on HBO Max. So we will be dabbling into especially episode one and two, since as of this recording, I believe episode three just dropped tonight, so we're going to try to you know teeter around that. Just give our overviews um, between those episodes, and of course, um, four, five, and six more just general thoughts. But a little bit of housekeeping here before we begin today's episode: you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Audible, you name it. And if you're a new or seasoned listener, to the show. We would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is Optics with an X. Or actually, you can email us as well at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie related questions. So we're just going to start this bad boy off. Leo, how the heck are you doing today, man?
1: Man, I'm doing real good. I'm excited to talk about this show because. And I, I watched it a couple of weeks ago and I'm still thinking about it, man. I think that this is easily like you were saying earlier, one of the best sci-fi shows on television. I think that this is so deep and there's so much like story being told that man, I'm just really immersed in all of it. And I'm like, I really want to go read some wikis and like the lore is just so rich and I'm really looking forward to where things are going. We're doing spoilers for episode one and two, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll definitely get into that here soon in a bit. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad to have you back on, man. It's been a while. I feel like it's been a while since we've, we've, you know, kind of just done a collab, whether it's on your channel or here on the podcast, you know, we've both been busy. It's new yeah, year. Yeah, I appreciate new that, movies. man. Thanks for having me back on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone out there, I mean, Leo, uh, he's he's always hitting everybody up with the, uh, the HBO special. I feel like he's bringing it back, but I'm not sure. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll see. We will see. But um, are you ready to get into our Raised by Wolves? uh, Yeah, man. Let's dive into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Raised by Wolves Season 2. I have to keep my children safe. I am the prophet, nothing can stand against me. be worthy of souls love children you only need faith and that is one
1: thing that this robot can never take away from us
0: love is the death of us all what fun we're going to have today all right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with the Raised by Wolves season two review creators are as followed. Aaron Gutzkowski, I'm i so sorry if I butchered that, but that's, <laughs> I'm terrible, terrible with names. Um, anyway, so it stars Travis uh, Famel, Amanda Collin, and Abu, uh, oh my gosh, Abubar Salim. Let's move on to the synopsis here. And the synopsis is as follows. Two androids are tasked with raising human children on a mysterious virgin planet as the human colonies threatens to be torn apart by religious differences. The androids learn that controlling the beliefs of humans is a treacherous, difficult task. So a few things to know before we get back into our review, Uh, just to kind of reiterate uh, this episode we'll be covering our initial thoughts of episode one through six of Raised by Wolves season two. And as of this recording, since episodes one through three are now streaming on HBO max, uh, they may contain spoilers. I just want to let you guys know. So if you haven't seen at least episodes one through two, turn back now. <laughs> and of course, we're going to be giving our brief thoughts about episodes three, th- three through six uh, non-spoilers. We're going to keep these as general as we possibly can since the show does drop on a weekly basis. And um, for future reference, the show does drop on Thursdays instead of Fridays. So, you know, Disney Plus has the, the Wednesday slot. we get got some Thursday action going on over at uh, HBO. So, yeah, let's kind of just dive straight in. I'm going to pass it back over to Leo so he can give his initial reactions about the first uh, six episodes. I believe he actually has a um, review over on his channel as well. They'll be in the episode notes down below, but Leo, I'm going to pass it over to you so you can give your initial reactions on raised by wolves season two.
1: Yeah. So season two, seriously just expands on all the best things about season one. It really does just double down on the two themes of, you know, religion, the AI and the battle between the two entities. I love what they're doing with characters this season. Love where they're taking Campion. I think they're taking him in a direction that can really be promising to that character and probably a more realistic path to being the, the, the leader that they want him to be. I think he's naturally coming into his own and I'm really liking seeing that character development in him. I think, man, Lamia, man, I I, whoo, I could send some stuff brewing with her and father and I'm loving the... I'm loving that they are clearly exhibiting so many human traits at this point that like the androids are expressive in this season. Like we've gotten to the point where it does feel like they are human characters because I feel like that was like some of the disconnect in season one was that it was the human children, the AI parents, but like really truthfully Lamia has an emotional connection to all these kids, like the ones that came out of her at least. And I mean, yeah, We won't get into spoilers for later in the season, but we see more. And I really do just enjoy pulling those qualities out of the Android characters. We see more from Father in this season. I love that. So I feel like he kind of got shafted and tossed around in the first season. But I think that they really make a great use of that character this season. First episode, it was like good to see them wake back up because remember the last season, they had like both like, like had, we thought they had been destroyed. So it was nice to see that they, you know, first things first, crack open the eyes and then roll right into it. But, yeah, I'm loving the season so far. The visual effects, those that we've seen that are finished, at least, are good. Uh, really, really enjoyed the soundtrack. The score, fantastic, man. Fantastic. Like, I really love the sound editing on this show. I think the mixing and editing is immaculate. And a lot of just the sound effects and are, are great. Like, they're fantastic. They really do fit in with this vibrant sci-fi. Well, not really vibrant, but they really give it a, a, a the, the sci-fi mood that we're looking for. This deep, heady feels. With, so it's r- just really well done all around. And, man, I give us a season three. Like, honestly, with the way things are going right now, I'll take another season. Now, let me ask you, was episode six the last episode of the season?
0: There's no way.
1: I don't think so. I don't if think so. If it is, so. then I'm going to be like, wow, definitely a season three coming. Like,
0: Yeah. Like, because, yeah, a- absolutely. I I want to imagine there's at least eight episodes or maybe seven. It, it seems that a lot of uh, streaming services are starting to do that trend, especially with Disney Plus. You know, we've seen, you know, we've seen episodes for Marvel, like as long as WandaVision, but then we've seen them as short as. You know, for Falcon the Winter Soldier, for Loki, um, you know, with six episodes, uh, it is kind of all around. I mean, even with Peacemaker, I believe that is eight episodes, and I feel like that is more of a nice sweet spot because you can kind of like shave off a little bit of like tr- trim off the fat there a little bit for like episodes that aren't maybe as needed. Um, I it's very hard to say if episode six is. The final, but I'm hoping it's at least. So I
1: just looked it up and I saw a source, decider.com, said eight episodes. Okay. I did see another one when I Googled though that I saw six. So I'm like, Hmm. I I think it's eight though. It's got to be just by the way, episode six ends. I don't think it would end on that heavy of a cliffhanger. Right. So it seems like there's going to be eight. I think there's going to be eight.
0: Yeah, Dev, I'm I'm praying that there is. Uh, okay, to be I got
1: another couple sources that say eight. Okay, eight. So
0: eight. okay, okay. Yeah, that that, that seems like to be to be the sweet spot. You know, kind mm-hmm. of. It's. I mean, I believe even um, Euphoria is only eight episodes, season. Oh, good, two. good. Yeah, yeah. See, Book of Boba Fett, man,
1: <laughs> should have been
0: eight. <laughs> I agree. Uh, definitely, definitely agree. It's 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 a weird trend. You know, we we've usually when it comes to a lot of these series. We're so used to just ten episodes, bing bang boom. But you know, now um, as of late, we've been getting a lot of like six to like eight episode runs. But uh, yeah, so for my initial thoughts for Race by season two, I am I'm, I'm right there with you, Leo. I I love this this dystopian future of you know Earth is destroyed and humanity is essentially on its last limb. And, you know, there's these androids and it's like, I got to say going into the series altogether, especially with season one, like I thought it was interesting. And like you said, you know, there is more of a disconnect in season one versus season two, since, you know, the, the androids do act a little bit more robotic and less, you know, less emotionless. But as you said, as the season goes on, um, especially after uh, episode one, where, you know, mother and father wake up. They're on the other side of the planet and things kind of just, you know, they're they're just back into it. Like there's no real recovery for them. They just, you know, they kind of just, okay, hey, we're here. You know, our mission has has not failed yet. And also where are my children type situation. But you would definitely see, like you said, with Campion, um, even with um, Paul, you you see these characters yeah, start to yeah. evolve, and you know they're they're not really like helpless children anymore, mm-hmm. which is really really nice. Starting to shape their own destinies a bit, right? Right? Yeah they they're they're starting to gain their their identity, and like you say, with mother and father, you know they are more uh, human esque in season two. And I think that's a good thing because it's it's I guess you know it's it's the you know the more you hang around the humans, the more you kind of. You know, one of the mannerisms yeah. and these are androids, you know, they're, they're, they're learning, they're adapting for how long they're going to ever be in service. Of course we have with mother, you know, she was, you know, she's a necromancer that was essentially reprogrammed for motherhood. And it still just blows my mind that she like basically had sex in the first season <laughs> yeah. and got pregnant. For what it was, it's number seven, which is the serpent. You know, we kind of got that. Mm-hmm. It is <laughs> okay. Before I get any further, <laughs> I had to throw out that that little spoiler warning. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting way ahead of myself here, but that is your first spoiler warning, especially for episodes one through three. Um, again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, one really through three spoilers. <laughs> that is your second one. Second spoiler warning. So. If you haven't seen episodes one through three, turn back now, (laughs) because I I tend to get carried away and I do apologize, but uh, let me reel back here a little bit. It's just crazy that, you know, we, we have this, this serpent, I, besides it being called number seven, I don't necessarily think it has a name, but it's not, it's not mechanical, but I guess you could say it's, it's not a standard, like mythical living life form. It's I, f- I forgot the name that they actually use for it in the show, but it's. I gotta say this, it does look great finalized in the show. Yeah, no, it it looks it it's looks awesome. It's a very um, you know, it's more of the it. It's not just like your typical snake, you know. It kind of has like the it, it's it's almost alien like with the fang. yeah, and it flies. Yeah, <laughs> without any arms or legs, it just is just flying in just the air. Hover. Yeah, which is weird, <laughs> and and it's actually um, it, it's it's an herbivore, so it doesn't kill. You know, it it does. It's not a carnivore. Doesn't eat meat. Mm-hmm. Um, as we've seen so far, but it's very yet, yet.
1: hell, we don't
0: the, <laughs> we don't know now. It's, it's probably the biggest mystery of the show, and you know the other side of the earth. You know, it's. But there's this acid water with these beings that are lurking around that's you know, it it poses a little bit more of a threat. But it the the entire show, it's I guess you can call it more of like a like this is like this isn't like Star Wars sci-fi or Dune sci-fi. Well, this is like No,
1: it's like more of like a drama. It's more of like a sci-fi drama. Like it's very story driven. It's very, very biblical
0: as well. Like,
1: yeah, it's pretty biblical as well. It, it really gets into just like deep, heady sci-fi themes and religious themes. And it, it really dives deep into the subject. So like, it's not, it's not an action packed show. Don't expect lightsabers. Like <laughs> it, 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 There's just not going to be anything like that. really. No.
0: The show. There's a little bit of action, but like when there is, very it's good. Amount. Yeah, 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 very, very small. It, it is a very dialogue-driven show. Like, this isn't mm-hmm. a show you can just turn on, you know, in the background and kind of, like, follow along. Like, no. Like, it, it's it's more so like Game of Thrones where you, you have to pay attention to figure out what's going on. Like, you have to, like, pay attention to every single line of the dialogue or else you're going to miss a lot. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just how the show is because yep. it's, it's trying to tell the story that that is a slow burn, but I mean, like there, there's a lot of great slow burn stories out there. Um, but it, it is, um can't really say sophisticated, but it's just different. Um, you know, from the mind of Ridley Scott, of course, I think he directed the first uh, few episodes of season one. But yeah. 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 But he's he the executive producer one. of the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's some pretty interesting stuff, but I mean, I got to ask um, what what are you thinking of Marcus and his, um, his, his rise to, uh, to soul long live soul.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. He is devoted to soul, which I mean, I, I have my reservations about soul. I have some theories, but he is very devoted to soul and like he is converting people pretty easily. Like he's really manipulative and has really manipulated people onto his side. I don't want to say super easily, but I mean he's been able to really tap into their emotions, and it is just a testament to how emotions and and feelings and thoughts can really be, you know, controlled. Yeah, Yeah, persuade, control, and and swayed from one side to another. And I I love this like play on on sides that we've got going on here, but. Marcus, man, we can't get into it, but there's more to him this season. I love that we get more from all these characters. I feel like the pacing and the amount of screen time characters get in this season is far better than the last season. Mm -hmm. Because I don't, I, I feel like the first season, now having seen the second, like I came back from that first season not feeling like I got enough of anybody. Like maybe just Lamia and Father, those are probably the two.
0: Yeah, the we main. Well,
1: story. I would say Lamia and Campion, and then like everybody else, it kind of feels disconnected. But now this season, things are really building. Characters are developing in the way that makes sense for their arcs, and I think th- these first three episodes really get you set up for the next three, which are crazy. Like, I mean, th- I think the first three are like a nice appetizer
0: mm-hmm. to what's
1: to come, because th- the second three are definitely. <laughs> a lot of crazier shit happens in the second
0: three. It, they really do. And it's it's like you said, it, it kind of is episode one through three is a little bit more of the calm before the storm. Um, you know, we we kind of see within the first uh few episodes, you know, there there's this um I guess you can ca- kind of call like a colony, you know, it is called uh, the collective ran by um the oh my gosh, what was his name? Um the voice, well, not the voice, but the the um the being in the tank. Um, I'm blanking on the name because it's came from like the same technology that Mother's from from their. I'm assuming their yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So I, don't I, I really <laughs> like how it's it's weird because you know it's you know, the collective there. It's this is colony of humans that you know they're taking orders from you know otherworldly beings. And um, just just robots in general, you know, like every single day, like, you know, the humans have a task and it's it's all to serve the colony. And even sometimes some of those tasks can be a bit outlandish. Um, and, you know, some, some people may or may not come back, but it's all to kind of like help humanity thrive in a way. And, you know, I, I really like how, it really just is that, that colony where even if, if, if you have a child that's, you know, they're, it's like, oh, like obviously, you know, they have their birth parents, but they're raised by the entire collective. They're raised by the entire colony. Uh, so they're kind of like lumped in together. And then, um, you know, we, we see Tempest, you know, through the first uh, three episodes, you know, she's, she's still well and pregnant and she kind of mentions, you know, you know when she has her baby like she kind of wants to give it over to the collective so it's 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 a very interesting concept that i like how they're they're going for at least within the first three episodes i i do believe it it sets up events very well for Episodes, you know, three through six, where you know things are eventually just going to get crazy and haywire, and there's there's even more mystery to dive into, and
1: yeah, man, yes, yes, there's so much more. And now I'm looking forward to the now that I know that there's eight episodes, I'm looking for, forward to the last two because I just feel like we have been on such a great trajectory. Mm-hmm. The first three being like this setup, really getting us caught back up with the stories what's going on with number 7 then the second three have their own arc and i feel like the last two are really going to close things out strong now i think there's another season coming there better I, be. I don't i can't imagine <laughs> it ending at this season but i do think we're probably in for like one more and that's it and i think that would be a perfect end to this series of three three because let's be real i, I feel like what's going on here is In the broader scheme of things, humans have really truly been robbed of free will because it's either be controlled by the AI or be controlled by the religion. And I think what's going on here is we're building up a character. I don't want to spoil, but a character to essentially actually not be Marcus or mother and be like the middle beacon to really guide people into their own realizations and thoughts and just giving them their own free will to be like, okay, you can do whatever you want type of environment because it feels so controlled by both sides right now. Right. It's like you either got the AI or the religious side. And it's like, I think there needs to be this ushering of do whatever you love or whatever you like, not what you're forced to. So I think that's kind of where we're going with this show, but I, I've loved what we've seen so far, man. I can't wait for more.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I really like how you brought up that, you know, just the, the, the choice of free will where you know you you have mother who you know doesn't she's a bit you know she's always been a bit off and then you know you have father who's usually the more reasonable one and i i really like how what they're doing with father this season i mean i feel like you know he had stuff to do in season one but i feel like in season two it really just goes deeper into this characters who are you know swaying to a different side than i never thought that they would if that makes any sense you know especially with episodes three through six you know there's so much happening and it it forces you know humans to kind of you know either crack like when they're cracking under pressure where you know Hey, are you going to do something about it? Or are you just going to, you know, revert back and scurry away and kind of just let things play out? If that makes any sense. There's a lot of, you know, when, when, when humans, and actually this, this is borrowing a, uh, <laughs> this is borrowing a quote from uh, the legend of Korra actually. And I think this oh. it really applies to what's going on in raised by wall season two when, when Cora was at like at her lowest point when she couldn't airbend anymore or couldn't bend in general. And then she kind of, you know, the the whole, um, the, you know, the the avatar state kind of kicks in. And I believe it was Ang that said, you know, when, when people are at their lowest point, you know, they're open to the greatest change. And we see that with a few characters, um, through episodes three, through six, where, certain events happen and they're, they're kind of forced to choose to go one way or the other. And, you know, you kind of just see that unfold in a natural way. So that was the best uh, (laughs) 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 non-spoiler, the best non-spoiler explanation I could give. Absolutely. (laughs) Without, you know, but that, that's all I want to say about episode three through six, because it is such a wild ride. And, you know, there's there's more mystery. You know, you get more answers to certain things. And, you know, that just leaves you with more questions. And, oh man, oh, man, it, it is just such such a wild ride. But um, I guess let's just kind of, like, close out here. I didn't want to take too much of your time, Leo. I know you're a very busy man, so. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. Appreciate it. But uh, let's let's get into final thoughts about, you know, just, you know, what we've seen so far and, you know, uh, give give your rating of um just just the overall season. Yeah, sure, sure. So I, I really love this
1: season. I think it may even be a little bit better than the first season. Mm. I I really love that. Like I was saying earlier, just doubles down on a lot of the great nuances of the first season and really starts to build these characters and it's, it's feeling less stagnant. I think in the first season, I was feeling a little stuck sometimes, and uh-huh. I don't feel that way this season. Even though we're all on one central location, I just think the balance of stories is really well done. And you've got the kids now going out to explore other places. Like, it, it really does take us to some different places here. So I, I like that the setting moves and things like that. And it, it's just such a great show with deep themes, really good storytelling. Just... Great, great visuals. I mean, when they're mm-hmm. finalized and done, <laughs> and a good, sto- a really good score. I just really enjoy this. It's all around really, really a well-told story, and I'm, I'm looking forward to like how it all gets to the ending because I think we got one more season, and then There's that's it. More. Like I, I yeah. don't think you could drag this out much longer.
0: No, no, no. And I, I really do appreciate that we have been seeing a lot of shows that. Have shorter seasons. I mean, even with, uh, Dickinson's, um, that, that's only a three season run and it's quite possibly some of the best television I've, I've like seen, like just from a, just not, and it's not like a biopic, but you know, it's more of like a dark comedy type situation, but it, it does tell a very interesting story. And, you know, eventually all good stories must come to an end, no matter how short or how long. Um, even with like Avatar less airbender that only ran for three seasons. And it's it's my favorite TV show of all time, and it you know it you you don't need every um not every series needs to you know have like not everyone eight,
1: needs a season treatment Game yeah of eight, and all that
0: yeah like eight to ten episodes um not episodes but season yeah like you said season treatment and because you know like it, it sounds exciting at first but you know if if there isn't really much of a story to tell then oh well but I, I definitely feel like. Just one more season to kind of wrap everything up, you know, wrap up the mystery of what's going on. And, you know, it, man, like even just the horror elements in this show, especially season two have been phenomenal. It's, it, it, you know, you're, you're just drawn into it, but, you know, there's this looming threat that we still don't know anything about. And, you know, we're, we're getting, I mean, multiple looming threats, so-called threats, um, that that they say. I mean, I think Saul being one of them, but we really don't know who or what that is. Yeah. So it's um, <laughs> it's oof, man, it, it is some crazy stuff. But yeah, for me, I'm I'm really just enjoying the season so far, and you know, I'm just wanted to thank HBO Max for you know sending those screeners our way, you know, so that we can yeah, thank you. Kind of kind of just you know get out there and and spread spread the good word of soul you know <laughs> <laughs> spread, spread the good word of of the androids and and mother and and father i I really love fathers you yeah know, father's I, awesome but notice he hasn't told as many jokes as of yeah way. well he's been busy this season he has really? been busy very so, busy <laughs> yeah yeah I was I was hoping to hear a few you know within the first few episodes I was like you yeah, it's He's, he's he's not a jokester as much anymore. I, I don't know what happened. Uh oh, he's, Uh-oh. Yep. he's, he's so he preoccupied. Done, he didn't stop
1: cracking the jokes.
0: <laughs> for sure, for sure. Oh man, but uh, overall, you know, so far, uh, for me, rating so far, I I would say this is like a solid like four out of five stars. You know, it's solid. It's it's just man, five, I didn't man. <laughs> I didn't think I was. <laughs> I'm like eight and a half out of ten. I really
1: just think this is solid, man. There's some spots in it where it's a little slow, and but honestly, I, I just think it's the payoff is worth it all. And I, I think the last two
0: episodes are about to be like,
1: whoa, yeah. like
0: mind-blowing. And like you, you have to keep watching, no matter like, even if it is like the pacing kind of because like you're gonna miss something if you turn away from the screen. Like, wait, what did he say? It's like, no, 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 you gotta got to pay attention like 100%. So definitely, man, oh man. So that pretty much concludes our, our overview of race by Wolf, race by Wolf season two uh, episodes one through six. Just wanted to thank Leo again for coming on to the, uh, to the show again, you know, it's, it's always great, great to have him on. And, you know, he's, he's doing some amazing work over, over at uh, geekly goods as well, as well as uh, Cinemania. I know he's been a, uh, uh, showing up over there So uh, let's uh, actually pass it back over to Leo So he can let you know What's coming up on his channel Where, he, um you know he, He's going to give you that nice HBO special <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well first of all Thank you for uh, having me on the On the podcast again man It has been a pleasure chatting with you uh, yeah, y'all hook your boy up with that HBO special, the help brother out special. Hit that subscribe button, ding that bell, y'all, for notifications for the latest videos on my channel, Geekly Goods, which is over on YouTube, guys. And we talk the latest in movies, TV, a little sprinkle of anime in there as well, guys. Pretty much the same as Christian, too. Do a lot of move uh, reviews on the latest movies and then reactions as well. So come check us out over on Geekly Goods and then hit me up across any social media platform that's TikTok. Twitter, Instagram, letterbox at Leo Rydell, GG, and y'all will see you in the comments.
0: All right, all right, thanks for that, Leo. So for us, what's coming up on the show? Actually, we've been very busy uh, this this past week. Uh, we released a lot of episodes, um, some unplanned, some not. Uh, we have our Jackass Forever review out on the uh, podcast right now, as well as our Oscar nomination slash reaction slash predictions episode, where me and Devin kind of. Dabble into the Oscars there for a little bit. It's been a while since we've, you know, covered uh, any type of reward show here on the uh, on the pot, on the podcast. And we also have our book of Boba Fett season one review that is out now. We're uh, that's where we cover the entirety of season one. Um, so definitely check out our thoughts there. And we have our Hunger Games Catching Fire review we're coming back with our franchise revisited series for the month of february that will be dropping on february 16th man I gotta say i i just finished re-watching catching fire and i was like i just i forgot how good that movie was i'm like this is talk about a climax and whew, man oh man i am i'm very excited like to just kind of get back into that world it's been a while since i've since I've delved into the uh, the Hunger Games uh, world, but yeah, definitely check out those um, um, all of our uh, recent reviews that we're doing, and of course, all of Leo's social plugs will be in the episode notes down below. And before we close out today, it's wanted to let you guys know to make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, with your your friend, your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be. Share an episode. Of our podcast, if they love movies, if they love TV, if they love award season, or if they simply just love us gushing about all the Marvel content that we cover here on the show, definitely share a friend with someone who is looking for a podcast in need. And of course, you can always show us some love by leaving us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and or on Spotify. Yes, Spotify has ratings now. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Look us up over the up, look us up over there at Film Optics. That is optics with an X. So, so we're gonna close out here really quick for you guys, and we hope you guys have a, a great rest to your weekend and go bango for the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all and that is a wrap for today thank you all for listening if you enjoy the show leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts and spotify and follow us on twitter and instagram to stay in the know that was leo my name is christian and remember to never stop watching never stop go Rams. <laughs>